0: Hello and welcome to church I wish you a very happy Easter Sunday uh, Resurrection Sunday It's a glorious day where we get to celebrate that Jesus is alive It is a good day today Uh, I would also like to um, share some greetings from our church family with you uh, And uh, give you a bit of a chance to see how other people are doing Uh, So i hand over to those people now um, to share their greetings to you as well. But first of all, just a greeting from my family to yours uh, on this Resurrection Sunday. What a joyous day it is, and uh, it's great to be with you all today.
1: Hi everyone, Rob and I wish you all a
0: most beautiful Easter. It will be different this year of course, but lots more time for quiet reflection on what took place all those years ago and how thankful we are to have that truth in our lives. Hi everyone, we're asking that God will bless our church community and their families with a safe and peaceful Easter. Good morning and welcome to this Easter Sunday as we celebrate together but in different places. Good morning on Easter Sunday from Lyle and Colleen. You know what we look like. Just a photo of our farm where we are keeping our sanity. Just a hymn that keeps coming into my mind at this strange time. Be still and know that I am God. I am the Lord that healeth thee. In thee, O Lord, I put my trust. From Psalm 46. Have a wonderful Easter Sunday. Bye.
1: good morning to all our friends we're really
0: enjoying church online and looking forward to sharing with you bye happy Easter, happy Easter everyone hope you're having a great time uh, don't worry kids the Easter bunny is here you'll find the chocolates outside Bye. 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 isn't it great to be part of a church family that's so good to see and hear from some of our family today. Uh, we're now going to come into a time of worship where we can worship the Lord our God. And uh, we're going to sing three songs this morning. Uh, so I'd encourage you to sing along and, and worship God. The first is Happy Day. Oh, Happy Day indeed. Uh, then we're going to sing Mighty to Save and Oh, Praise the Name. And uh, I'd encourage you to worship the Lord Jesus through this time. So uh, join with us now as we sing and lift our voices to the Lord.
1: Salvation He rose and conquered The grave Jesus conquered the grave So take me As you find All my fears and failures Fill my Life again Give my Life to follow Everything I believe
0: we continue in worship, I would encourage you to continue giving uh, in worship of Jesus. The details are on the screen. And with this moment comes an opportunity for us to be thankful for what we still do have. We still have friends, we still have family. Uh, Many of us have um, continued to Receive an income, but I know that there are some that haven't. So let me just pray right now that uh, God would continue to provide all of our needs throughout this time as we uh, also commit our, our offering and our giving to Him. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment that we can come in worship of you. We thank you for the great goodness that you give to us and your provision and uh, your care that you continually bestow upon us. Lord, right now I pray for those who have uh, a reduced income during this time, for those who have um, lost work and uh, those who have had their hours reduced. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would, uh, like never before, supply all of our needs. And that, Lord, in these moments of fear and and of anxiety, that, Lord, we can cast them all upon you and that you would give us your rest. Lord, I pray that uh, you would be an encouragement to us all and that, Lord, our hearts would continue to sing and our souls would uplift the name of Jesus high. And that, Lord, you would be praised and glorified in all of who we are and what we do, what we think and what we say, that, Lord, you would be ever most high and upheld and lifted high and praised abundantly. Amen. Today we celebrate with great joy the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We celebrate that victory over death is won. You know this week, as I was meditating on this very reality in preparation for today, I was led to Paul's writing about what this really means for us and and really, I was led to this in in one Corinthians chapter fifteen. I would love to preach to you the whole chapter fifteen from start to finish. And just expound every detail that is in this chapter. But we'd probably be here for three hours. And so I thought, let's not do that. Let's just dip into bits and and pull some things out. That I trust God will use to encourage us all today. But, you know, this week, why not use this chapter and meditate on it yourself yourself? In prayer and with your daily readings this week you know read the whole chapter every day you know stop on bits pray about bits and and, and interact with the scriptures uh, through this time and 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 if it leads you to something go and chase down that rabbit hole and and learn more and and, and appreciate the amazing blessing that God has given to us and uh, particularly as it as it might help you digest the richness and the depth of, that the resurrection has for us as believers, and the pure hope that it expands, and the encouragement to stand firm. So get your Bibles out and follow along with me. Uh, we'll be in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 for the whole sermon today. And to give us some context here, Paul is writing, of course, to the church in Corinth, and he's addressing the issue that, of what the resurrection truly means. Many people in the ancient Greco-Roman world believed that death extinguished life completely or led to a permanent but shadowy, insubstantial existence in the underworld. The concept of a physical, embodied existence after death was thought laughable by the educated. Today we find that there are many views held about what happens after we die. Some do believe that death ends life and there is nothing after we die. That is a common view held by atheists. Some believe in re- reincarnation, that we return in an altered form, in a different body, regard, uh, depends on what animal or, or insect that might be. We believe, though, in the resurrection of the dead, that our spiritual existence continues for an eternal life with God. One of the main passages that helps us form this theology is 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're reading today from the ESV translation, but please follow along in whatever translation you have with you. So let's start. We're going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 to 8 to begin with. that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, or Peter, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to the one untimely born, he appeared also to me." Paul recounts the central message of the gospel. Christ died for our sins. He was buried and he was raised on the third day. He then appeared to many people, even to Paul, as evidence of his resurrection. Central to this message is, of course, Christ's resurrection. The proof that Christ's death was an effective substitutionary sacrifice for sins lies in Jesus' resurrection from the dead. If, in fact, Christ had not been raised, then his death did not pay for sin and there is no hope for life with God in heaven. It really is that serious. That's how important the resurrection is. Paul continues in in verse 12, he says, Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first of those who have fallen asleep. If there is no resurrection, then our faith is futile because we are still living in our sin. Death has not been won victory has not occurred and this is the best life we will ever get this right now that doesn't sound good our hope cannot be in eternity it can only be in right here right now that that's not hope at all and it's not the reality either because there is resurrection for all believers Paul conceived of the believer's eternal existence as an embodied existence. We will have a body for eternity. Just as Christ appeared and was not recognised by even some of his disciples until he revealed himself to them, so our bodies will be different, because our bodies will follow the example of Christ's. For Paul, this was so important because for him, if there's no such existence, then there's no eternal life. Christ's resurrection, grounded in the truth of eyewitness testimony, changes everything. If God raised Christ from the dead, then Christ truly was the first fruits or the first of many who would also be raised from the dead. The Greek word Apache or first fruits refers to a first sample of an agricultural crop that indicates the nature and quality of the rest of the crop. So what Paul is saying here is that Christ's resurrection body gives us an indication of type of what believers will be like. And so we will not have the same body. This body of mine ain't going to be what I'm going to be resurrected in. Pretty pleased about that. Um, But we will recognize each other just as those recognize Christ, but they didn't recognize him immediately because he was different. Paul then raises a question about how all this works and what kind of body will we get when we are also raised. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 40. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is of one kind, and the glory of the earthly is of another. Verse 42 So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable, what is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonour, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. The body that we inhabit right now is a temporary housing. It is perishable. And don't we know right now, with all that's going on in our world, it is a perishable body indeed. This body is is ugly. It is weak it is a natural body but when we are raised our resurrection body will be imperishable enduring forever it will be glorious you know our body will be physically attractive beyond anything imaginable even more attractive than mine right now our body will be powerful it will be Powerful and have great strength. And our body, it will be a spiritual body. Paul's contrast between natural and spiritual is a contrast between that which is temporarily alive and that which has an eternal existence with God. Our resurrection bodies will be for all eternity with God. And Paul then gives us the reason that we need new resurrected bodies. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 50. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. You see, we need an imperishable body to house our imperishable spirit for all eternity. He continues, verse 51. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? See, when Christ returns, believers who are alive at that time will experience this transformation. They will not die... But they will simply be transformed into their eternal, immortal, imperishable resurrection bodies. And that will be the fulfilment of this passage. Verse 56. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast... Immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labour is not in vain. So what is the practical application of this doctrine of the resurrection for believers? Work. Be steadfast, immovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that the results of our labour will last forever. The work that Christians do for the kingdom of God will bring results that last forever. Salvation is eternal. That is the greatest hope we have. Our eternity is hidden with God in Christ Jesus forever. Amen. You know, there is much work to be done for the kingdom of God on Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, we often think of or see the imagery of the empty tomb. The empty tomb signifies for us that Christ is indeed resurrected. And from inside the tomb with the stone rolled aside, looking out, there is great imagery of hope for the future. But also we see that there is much work to be done. Just as a new day dawns, so there is new work to be done for the kingdom of God. So as I close today, I want to remind us of the victory that indeed was won by Christ as he conquered death. And that victory is also part of our story we too will be united with Christ in our own resurrection and receive a glorious resurrection body for eternity with God. And so with this great hope and assurance that our future is sealed for eternity with God, there is much work for us to do. Work that has eternal consequences. Work that brings the hope of the gospel. So may I encourage you, wherever you are, to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labour is not in vain. Bring the hope of the gospel with you to your neighbours, to your family, to your very own home. And so when you are speaking with your friends and family use that to bring them hope. Let me pray for you. Dear Lord Jesus we thank you that indeed victory is won. We have new bodies waiting for us in our resurrection too. And so Lord I I pray that you would bring about great hope within us through this time that Lord as we fully understand the greater implications of the resurrection that Christ was indeed resurrected and that he is now seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven Lord that is our future also being with you for all eternity worship and praising in you. And so, Lord, I pray that through these moments of isolation, Lord, you would use us and you would give us work to be done for your kingdom. That we can indeed bring the hope of the gospel to our homes, to our neighbours, to our friends, with us as we interact with people and go and get the essentials. And that, Lord Jesus, you indeed will be praised and glorified through this time. Lord, may you use us to bring hope and to bring people to a saving faith in you. Lord, help us, protect us, and be with us, I pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed church today. Another wonderful moment of uh, joy today that we can celebrate as we do indeed remember the resurrection of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. The tomb indeed is empty. And so may you be encouraged this week. May you find moments of sharing hope and joy with others. And I pray that you indeed, as we uh, do uh, meet together again next week, enjoy church at home. If you're missing out on some fellowship, then right now there will be a Zoom meeting. That'll start in about five minutes time. the link is on an email that was sent around to everybody Um, I believe uh, I will also be posting that link right now in the comments section uh, of the uh, church online uh, chat window uh, for those that are doing this online live with us, Um, thank you and I just want to really just appreciate and take this moment to thank all those who are indeed tuning in from all over the country Um, I've heard reports Um, of people all over tuning in and doing church with us at home as well Uh, so welcome to those who are new welcome to those who um, are returning and uh, I really look forward to um, continuing our relationship and and catching up uh, in the future as well Uh, particularly when this is all over and we're back to normal Um, I think the world will be a better place I think that uh, we have got a lot to uh, look forward to Indeed, And uh, that the gospel will be going out. And that uh, Jesus will be indeed reaching into our lives. So be encouraged through this time. Uh, Don't neglect to uh, contact people. Speak with people that um, you need to. uh, If you're lonely, reach out. Um, But indeed on this, this blessed day today, celebrate with Jesus his resurrection and don't eat too much chocolate. Blessings.